0: Hello and welcome to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. Today, our guest is Amber. I'm so excited that she's agreed to be a guest on the show because she has a message that we all need to hear and one that I myself don't really like to think about. So she's here um, as a beacon of light uh, to help us uh, prepare ourselves. I'm going to just give you that hint uh, and let her tell us about her story. Amber, so welcome. How did you come to you know, do what it is you do?
1: Thank you. Um, So I started doing this because of the women in my family. So my great grandmother, Alice, moved to the United States from Montserrat. Then she um, took care of my grandmother. And when I came into into the world, um, they were in this house in Boston, Massachusetts, that they had paid for in like 1950 something by themselves. No one in my family goes into a home. We like take care of everyone. So when my mother um, had me, there's like four generations of women and my grandpa, of course, there were men there, things like that. But it was just amazing to me that the women kind of took care of of a lot of things or helped the men and do things like that. So one of the things my grandmother did was she got her health care directive, her power of attorney and all of these things taken care of because she had seen what she had to go through, taking care of my great grandmother. Yeah. Um, And so she made it really easy for my mother to take care of her when she got sick. Um, And so it just made me want to help other people have that same thing where if they want to take care of their parents, if they want to make sure things are okay for their children, that they have the tools that they need to be able to do so.
0: Yeah. And so, folks, for those of you who are listening, Amber is a lawyer. And she specializes in, I'm going to let you state it because I'm going to, I know I'm going to massacre it. So how, so what, what would your title be?
1: I'd like to tell people I make trust fund babies, but (laughs) (laughs) at the end of the day, it's really just estate planning, um, wills, trusts, and estates.
0: Yeah. And so our wills, trusts and estates only
1: for the rich. No, because And people often think that because they're like, oh, I might not have millions of dollars, but you have something, you have you, you have your memories, you have your stories, you have, whether it be just your car or your apartment, there are things in there that belong to you. So everyone really has an estate that they can say who it goes to and how they want it used.
0: That's wonderful to hear because I I think when When I myself hear it, I think, oh, that's only for somebody who has, you know, a lot of money and a lot of property and a very complicated quote unquote estate. And I know that's a it may be an outdated term by now, but that's the term that gets used, right? Mm -hmm. Estate planning.
1: Yeah, estate sounds so big. It sounds like, oh, I have acres and acres of land and I have all of these things, but you know, in my one-bedroom condo, I have an estate, you know. (laughs) Wow.
0: Well, that's a big reframe. So um, so just paint me the picture real quick. We don't want to spend a lot of time here, but like, let's say something happens to me, God forbid. Um, and I didn't really do my, I didn't really do any estate planning. I have no will and testament. Let's just say that's the case.
1: What happens
0: to my kids?
1: Mm-hmm. So in order for your kids to, if you have life insurance, if they're minors, or if you have a house or any of those things that you have, someone has to file or open a probate estate in the county that you you live in um, or where you have your assets. So the judge is going to set up a trust with whatever assets you have, and they're going to dictate how your children receive it and things like that, as opposed to if you did it in advance, Mm -hmm. then you get to say how it's spent. Um, And most states, when the child turns 18, then they would get access to the money. I know my mother probably wouldn't want me to have access to anything at 18. So, (laughs) you know, but the the court is out of it at that point. So they would have to hire a lawyer and have someone set up a probate estate for them so that they can try and figure out what you have. And then the judge is going to decide who gets custody of
0: the child. Yeah, no. So what you're describing, this whole probate thing, and if, if anyone's ever done it, who's listening, it's a real hassle. It takes so much time and money, and I had to do it when my mom died because she really, you know, didn't didn't think she needed it. Uh, bless her heart. Um, but it's a real hassle, and uh, there's probably millions and mil- maybe
1: hundreds of millions or
0: more money that doesn't ever get distributed because
1: things just get tied up in probate. Is that true? Absolutely, and then after a certain amount where people don't feel like dealing with it or they don't know that they're supposed to inherit. And every state has what we call a State Department of Unclaimed Property. There are millions of dollars that are sitting there waiting for people who were supposed to inherit or claim. And then after a certain amount of time, it goes to the state. They get to keep it if no one ever comes to claim it. Right. And they
0: make it such a hassle to claim it that like it's it's it's. I don't want to say it's impossible, but it takes perseverance. And so I'm only painting this picture for us uh, not to be doomsday or to focus on the negative. But um, part of what I do is I talk a lot about health all the time, everywhere, speak about it. I write about it. I've been geeking out on it for almost 30 years. It's just like my thing, but we don't, I really don't look at health as isolated to fitness and food, right? It's way more than that. And getting your finances in order and having that peace of mind around knowing that your last will and testament is being taken care of, not just the the details of it, but you were talking about some of the special things that your firm does, um, around, taking care of your will and testament in a way that's much more meaningful. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and why that's important?
1: Right. So, so what we do is um, we try and talk about who you are and what your values are. So, Um, Every client gets access to a legacy interview where we talk about things like this. So where health and wellness is important, you're able to look into the camera um, and and talk to your children and tell them why that was so important to you during your lifetime. Um, And so we allow our clients to pick the questions that they want in these legacy videos and then they're able to we edit them so they look really nice and it looks like they're having a conversation there's no voice they can't hear me in the background asking the questions or anything like that but it's almost like a time capsule where you get to keep it um one of the things from my grandmother she was paranoid about losing her memory. And that's actually what happened. So it's insane to me that she, it's almost like she knew that she would get Alzheimer's and not remember anything. And so Mm. she had, she took all the steps necessary so that my mother and, uh, and uncle could take care of her as she started losing her memory. And it didn't like, she didn't hurt anything. Like when she realized she was forgetting things, she stopped cooking and she did all of those things, but she was able to set her life up in a way so that when That She never had to go into a home. We were able to have enough money to have a nurse come take care of her. And that nurse is the person who ended up buying my grandmother's house. We gave it to her because she took care of my grandmother. Um, Hmm. And so we were able to do everything my grandmother wanted because she thought about it. And so her transition was exactly how she had pictured it.
0: That is so beautiful. And I had so many questions. My mother died, you know, does she want to be buried or cremated? I really had no idea. She died suddenly at 59. Um, So she wasn't thinking it through. But what age should people really be um, getting their ducks in a row, getting themselves organized and thinking this through with qualified professionals like you and your team?
1: I think there are. So now, like when I went to college, my mother could go to financial aid and find out my information or go get info. But now everything's so different. Like if your child's going to college, you need to get a healthcare directive, because even though that's your baby, once they turn 18, they're they're not, they don't have, no one has to ask you what needs to happen with them if they were ever in an accident and in a hospital, because they're not minors anymore. And so their information is private. So unless they have something written down that says that they need to share it with you, you might not be able to get it depending on the state you're in. Age 18,
0: folks. Did you hear that? Age 18 starting the aj team we need to be thinking about this cuz you know it's like the future is so uncertain amber like i mean we people can't even think 6 months down the road with all the changes that are happening you know the market is tanking today at least you know and the covid and the new variants you know it's like it's it's so it seems so hypothetical to put together yeah. this future planning um, but what i'm hearing you say is that it's just really critical to do it anyway
1: anyway it's and it's not even Something always happens. Now we might live a long life, but I mean, I think I'm probably telling my age here. But I remember Terry Schiavo being in the news and being on um, in the hospital, and her family fighting for eight years because she, and she got in a car accident at like 26, I think, and she was. Um, they had a ridiculous amount of medical bills and things like that because no one knew what she wanted. She was so young. And her husband thought one thing and her family wanted something else. And so they ended up fighting about it. And so at the end, they had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of bills because they had no idea what she wanted. And all that was taken was a simple piece of paper that just outlined that. Um, And so it's almost like insurance. We have health insurance just in case something happens. It's just outlining what we want so that no one else has to guess because that's a lot of pressure on our family members for them to try and figure out in hindsight what we would want.
0: So much. I mean, did I do the right thing cremating my mother? Should she have been buried? I mean, I would have loved to have known that one detail. I'm such Mm -hmm. a simple thing, right? And, you know, anyway, so I get it. I hear you. Um, So what should people do like what are the next steps because I know you're in Georgia so folks if you're in Georgia, please reach out to Amber, Uh, she can help you and then she also has a large network from what I understand a large network
1: of colleagues
0: that you can refer out.
1: Mm -hmm. So there's um, various organizations, um, and this group is a, a state planning attorney group, where we were all trained in the same method. So if you go to one of their offices and you want a legacy interview, they will be able to do that for you. They will talk to you about what your goals are, your family, what matters to you, and try and build a plan that encompasses all of that. So all of us do it the same way. Um, and from the heart. So if you reach mm-hmm. out to me, I can put you in touch with any of them or send you the link where you can look at the directory because all of us are on that same directory where you can find someone in your area who can, who can help. So feel free to reach out, even though I'm in Georgia, I can still find someone for you.
0: Yeah. I love how you said that though, with heart, you know, cause it's really, it's such a strange thing to have to think through. And uh, it's only about the people you love really. And so it's, uh, it's really, it's really beautiful that you guys are in the legal profession and that you're coming from heart. Like those two things don't usually go together.
1: No. And people are often surprised when we ask them these questions, they're like, what kind of lawyers are you mm. <laughs> that you're sitting here? You know, sometimes people cry and they're talking about what they went through with their family members. But I think there's um, Ryan Holiday, I follow some of his stuff in one of the books that he, um, or one of the stoic, maxims I guess I I purchased one of the neck necklaces and it says memento mori so that remember that you will I think that if we think about it more often than we try to avoid it it will make us be much more grateful for what we have right now because we Mm. never know like tomorrow is not promised and so if we know that we will die at some point then I'm going to hug my mother more and I'm going to talk to my brother as much as I can because I know that I don't have all the time in the world so it doesn't necessarily have to. be a sad thing. It actually can be an empowering thing for you to be more grateful for everything that you have.
0: Yeah. I love that. Um, are you also able to probably offset, uh, some of the penalties, not penalties, but some of the, um, liabilities, or I don't know what the word it would be like, when you, when, when a child inherits money, uh, there are different, uh, different, brackets right for tax for taxes and if it's over a certain amount you know you, the, the kids are hit with massive taxes right federal taxes is that correct
1: yes that's correct and you can plan for it right so if you know you know kind of we try and work with whomever is in your life so if you have a cpa or if you have a financial advisor and try and look at what the total value of your estate is right now um you an individual would need to have I think $11.4 million in assets for that to be an issue. And if you don't, if you think that, you know, whatever crypto, you know, is becoming (laughs) that's going up and down, we never know how much our assets would necessarily be at the time that we die, but you can kind of plan for it so that you can reduce some of the taxable estate. So your children wouldn't have to worry about splitting that with the IRS.
0: Yeah. That's a huge thing. And then how much money should someone have uh, if they want to have a trust? For, for their children, like how like what, what's a minimum do you think is smart? You know, when you think about the fees and, you know, over long term and, and the value of it ultimately.
1: It depends on the state you set it up in and it depends on what you want to do. So if you can really have your family member or someone you trust be the trustee, so you don't have to pay fees and things like that. I see. Um, and then they are just a fiduciary over those funds on behalf of your children. It depends on whether or not you, you want to give it to them outright because you can put it in a trust so that it avoids probate because anything that you put in the trust doesn't have to go through the probate court. They can just take it as soon as something happens and they can manage it. And so if you have a will, it has to go through probate. Or if you die without a will, you have to set up an estate, but a trust can avoid all of that. Mm-hmm. And so you can have your sister, you can have your Husband, you can have anyone be the trustee and then they can take whatever's in there and do what they need to do immediately. It just depends on what kind of parameters you want for your children. So if you want them to get a little bit at 25, after they finish school or after they start a business, then you can say that in the document and then the trustee has to follow that. But then that way there's no fees if you don't have like an institution service trustee or something like that. So you can kind of avoid fees if, there's, um, if you have some people in your life who you think would be responsible enough to be able to dish the money out the way you need to.
0: That's pretty smart, Amber. Um, I mean, very smart. I didn't even know that. I thought you had to kind of go inside
1: the institution,
0: but that's really interesting. So what's the difference between a trustee and an executor?
1: One is for a trust and one is for the uh, will. So they call the will, the person who manages everything for the will, the executor of the estate, um, because the will appointed them. Um, I think most states call the person, if there's no will, they might be named the personal representative or something like that. But the executor is the person that the will names. And then the trustee is the person that the trust document names. They're all the same thing, though. They're the Mm -hmm. person who's in charge of dispersing the funds Funds. or whatever assets are there.
0: Yeah. And I I just want to normalize the conversation for everyone listening. This is really about uh, contributing to your vitality in the sense that when there's peace and quiet, like something's resolved, something's settled, um, that 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 this is one of those things that none of us really want to look at or deal with, um, but we need to. And when you have that level of peace, it actually contributes to your vitality. Um, and of course, you know, vitality contributes to longevity. Um, but when you have like these little unfinished things, it, it drains you. It just you know reduces your your glow. It reduces your energy. Um, And this is something that, gosh, I would feel so great if this were checked off my list, Amber, I'm telling you. (laughs) Um, But what can people do today? Let's say they're not in a position necessarily tomorrow to hire you or uh, someone in your network. Um, What can people do today to empower themselves to to start preparing?
1: Um, I think one good thing would be to, every state probably has a form. That they've created for a healthcare directive. So you can Google it. You can Google it for California. You can Google it for Georgia. Print it out and write who you would want to speak to doctors if something happened to you. Um, who there's one, there might be a power of attorney form that you can fill out, but most most states have a form that's standard that you can fill out and use. Um, The other thing I would say is just inventory what you have. So one of the difficult things for my mother when my uncle passed away is that she had no idea what he had. So she had to rifle through all of his things. She didn't want to look through his private papers or look for things and and just to try and see, oh, how do I pay the mortgage company? Or how do I do this? Just try and put it, even if it's on a spreadsheet, try and have something that just lists what you have where who's supposed to be paid, just some sort of inventory of whatever you have so that it probably is good for you because it makes you financially organized in your head. You know exactly where everything is because you have it on a list. Um, but it also, just in case of an emergency, someone knows, oh, this, this is right here. This is where she kept everything. And I can just find that if I need to go do something for her.
0: Amazing. I love that. So healthcare directive is really important. Power of attorney, equally as important. And um, the inventory of uh, what you what you have and kind of where things are. It's true. It's like herding cats. I mean, like, how do you know uh, where you know gra- grandmother's ring is, or or you know mm-hmm. grandfather's watch is stored, or you know where the investments, which bank holds the investments? I mean, this you know it's, it's it's quite extensive. And now that we're going paperless, it, it really isn't even a paper trail. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's
1: super simple things you can go on Facebook. Excuse me. I'm sorry for interrupting. That's fine. But your um, if you are active on social media, you need to go on there. And now I think they have a place for you to select in your settings. If something happens to you, a beneficial, someone who can go in your account to shut it down, because sometimes people can go, these hackers can get in anything. So imagine oh, no. if you passed away and someone can get in your account and get access to your information because it wasn't shut down when something happened to you. So you can designate someone um, so that that person can go into your account for your Instagram or for your Twitter and Facebook. And I think most accounts now will allow you to designate um, a beneficiary to be able to close things down for you.
0: Yeah, it's so funny. We don't really think about it. but I think as we age, we start thinking about it more and more for sure. And uh, you've been a great reminder today that we we need to just take it on uh, and get it handled and uh, and its it can be a process of you know love and sharing our values and making sure everyone's taken care of. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you, Amber. If you want to find out more about her work, please go uh, to her website and contact her. Is that the best way for us to find you?
1: Absolutely. Or they can call the office and they know um, how to get the information at 678-680-4336. But go to the website. And if you're out of the state of Georgia, I will be sure to put you in touch with someone who can help in your area.
0: Nice. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be a value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, Tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose purposeful ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives relationships businesses and health please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me joining my private facebook group or one of my programs this is jennifer helene and thanks for spending your precious time with me